Hello, hello, girlies, and welcome back to another episode of Chatty Rats. We have a brand new setup. I mean, we love her. I am Natalia, and I'm joined by Sheen. I bet you can't tell it's me, guys, if you're on the video on Spotify. She has a whole different look. I love it. Thank you. It was motherfucking time. It was time. How are you doing? What are you drinking? Give us the tea. I am drinking a non-alcoholic Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> uh, since I'm, you know, really into it. It's really good. It's called like Giesen or something. I got it from Trader Joe's. I taste just like it. It's so good. Oh, I want to try that. Big fan of this. So my new place is right by a lazy acre. And I don't know if you know what that is. It's a natural market. And they are always stocked with kin. And it's like walking distance. So Girl. I have kin with me today. We have all of them too. I'm so jealous. Kin is That's shit. amazing. But honestly, not much over here. I've been pretty happy, pretty chill like the last two weeks or so. It's honestly been really refreshing. I have been like stopping myself and being like, wow, like I feel like I'm going through like a very peaceful moment of my life. <laughs> I love it. A little grounding moment. Yeah, I feel like I've been having a lot of moments of gratitude and this is like a very nice life that I've like built up to and I, I feel like I know myself and that's why I'm really happy. <laughs> that's so amazing, Natalia. And honestly, goals for you to take a moment to recognize that because I feel like so many people continue to reach forward and don't just have a check-in and be like, Shh, what do I have in front of me? What do I have to be grateful for? So shout out to you because you were a re reflective, positive girly. I do my best. Um, how's the apartment now? Is she finally set up? Sheena, it's been like a month, I feel like. I feel like you've been moving for 10 Natalia, years. Natalia, <laughs> don't rush me. Don't rush me. Good things take time. Good things take time. Leave me alone. I'm just kidding. I'm almost done. For example, I found my dream little setup because I have extra space for like a little stand. It was $20. It's red. And I thought that would be such a cool touch, but it's sold out at Nikea. So we got to wait. Damn. But uh, yesterday, I have an interesting story to tell you. So yesterday, me and my friend, maybe I told you this, but I'm like a, on an anti-dinner kick where like I don't want to have dinner with people. Let's do something else. Let's do an activity. So we were going to grab bagels and then go to the Goodwill bins. The Goodwill bins are the Goodwill outlets, which is like crazy. So anyways, we're going to this like really hyped bagel place in L.A. It's called Courage Bagels. And there's been like a bunch of articles on this place. Like they claim it's like the best bagels in the U.S. Like it beats New York. And I never have been because there's always such a long line. So yesterday I was like, let's go early. Let's go get our bagel and try this place. So we go and in line, like we both um, create content. So in line, we're just like filming and taking pictures of the place and the videos and like taking videos of ourselves. Anyways, we order, we like sit down, the seating is outside of it, like on the sidewalk. And while we're just like talking about Thanksgiving and have our coffee, this young girl who is behind us like turns to us and she's like, hey, I noticed that you guys were filming. And then at this point, I was like, oh, she's going to ask us like what our handles are. Like she wants to follow us or something. <laughs> and then she's like, I just wanted to say like, if I was in any of the videos, can you please make sure you don't post me and I'm not in them? 
because I want to have no digital footprint and I don't want to be like online. (gasps) We've never like heard that said. And I was just like looking through my clips and I was like, oh, like you're not in any of mine, but sure. Like I'll make sure even if you are, I'll delete them. And then my friend like said the same thing and she was like, oh, thanks for speaking up. I see you're in the back of one of mine. I'll make sure you're not in it. It was really, really interesting because this was my first encounter ever with someone like this. And it reminded me of a TikTok I saw of like a trend predictor being like Generation Alpha, so the generation after Gen Z. She was predicting that they're going to think it's really cringe to be online and they're not going to want to like be online. And even if they are online, they're going to want to use avatars and not their actual faces because these are the kids that grew up during COVID with the school Zoom. And like they didn't have their faces on. They had like avatars, you know. So that was like her prediction. And it was just crazy to then experience it in person. And my only thought and question I kind of had after that interaction was totally respected, totally get her, her point of view. But I was like, also, there must be a lot of anxiety that comes from being her because She has to like approach people, but also we're like, we live in a world where everyone is always documenting and to try to control that must be like a really huge task. My favorite thing was when she went up to you like, oh my God, like what? You're going to ask me my handle. (laughs) You were like... You were like, wait, are you a fan? Are you a fan? I I had to be transparent because in that moment... That's what I was thinking because I've had that interaction before where people are like, why are you filming? Like, do you have a page? Like, can I follow you? Right. But to be like, please remove me. I was like, <laughs> experience, especially if I'm not filming you, you know, I'm filming myself. Like, I've never experienced that. I mean, I love attention. I can relate, but it's such a big thing. Kind of embarrassing almost to like ask someone, be like, hey, like, can you remove me? from this but I can't even imagine a world where like you don't have a digital footprint I agree that's what I was kind of discussing I was like it's really almost impossible to make that happen nowadays especially in a world where like if you're applying to jobs you need a LinkedIn like if you're applying to schools you're applying virtually Even I was thinking of random things. I was like, okay, like if I'm going to a concert, I was at the Fred again concert, all of his crew was filming. They didn't have permission from us. You know what I mean? But they're, they're going to do it anyways. People are constantly taking content of you without you even realizing it. I don't know. There's like an ethics thing to that, right? Like asking permission, but it's so different to me when like you're in the background, right? Like if I'm doing interviews on the street or something like that, that's very different. Like I'm going to ask you, hey, can I post this on TikTok? But to go as far as I don't even want to be in the background, like seems like a lot. And I just don't know how you can have control of that at all. Like I, I really don't think it's possible during this time at all. Yeah. To play devil's advocate for her perspective, um, like I get it. And I guess maybe her point of view is, as much as I can control it, I will. Because, yeah, we could have just left, right? And then she wouldn't have said anything. But because she was, like, sitting kind of close to us, I think she felt that she had the opportunity to say something. But it, it definitely made us both feel weird, like, the rest of the time we were there. Like, we felt very awkward. Like, and who else doesn't like this? 
<laughs> like to be real in that moment, it, there was like an element of like shame. I don't know. Just like a raw emotion. I know if I process it, I don't need to feel shame. But in that moment, I did. And it was interesting because she was with her dad, but her dad was taking pictures and filming and like doing the whole shebang. Listen, hear me out. What if she was a serial killer and she doesn't want any digital footprints so that she's not found? I don't know. I'm just saying, I know like when I was single, if someone didn't have social media, I'm like, why? Who are you? Who do you have in your closet? How many corpses are in your backyard? Like, <laughs> who are you cheating True. on? Like, like, what if you're in witness protection or something? That's where my no, mind No, that's goes. a good point. I'm like, why do you not want to be seen? Hmm? <laughs> yeah. But she was very young. So I think for her, it, it is that prediction of it's cringe to be online. I don't want to be online. I don't want to be traced. So remove me. Can't relate. I keep waiting for a viral TikToker to come up to me and be like interviewing me. And it just my time never comes. My time never comes. But you know what's <laughs> also crazy about those like very viral street interviewers? Some of them don't ask permission. Oh, damn. Yeah, some of them like don't ask before they start filming. They'll just film. And I guess maybe they ask afterwards, but a lot of them just throw it in your face. Damn, that seems weird to me. Like I would never post something without asking for permission. Even like when I write jokes and it's about someone, I'll ask like, hey, like I'm going to make this joke about this. Are you cool with it? Just out of ethics alone. It keeps my conscience clear, I feel like, so. Mm-hmm. But what can you. I say? We're good people, so. Not everyone's perfect We're like us. perfect. <laughs> yeah. We're so perfect. <laughs> so, what do you want to get into today? I have a fun little topic for us, because obviously I had a huge transformation, and it seems like surface level, but I think if we dig back a few and peel the little onion layers, like, There is a lot of layers to this hair transformation, more than any other hair I've done. So I kind of wanted to talk to you about it, especially because you have gone through the same thing. So I think it would be a fun little topic for us. Yeah, I love that. So I have a question for you. What made you pull the trigger? Like, okay, like she's going to go natural because going from pink to natural, very like fast transition. Okay, I have so many reasons, and I was going to make a TikTok on this, so I'll go through all of them. So on the technical level, my hair needed a break. I've been bleaching it. It's been so long. Like, I really needed something really low maintenance. I don't know. I just feel like this might be the only option or or to do, like, a dimensional brown where it's, like, kind of blonde and brown. Yeah. That would have been, like, the safe choice. So that was number one. Number two, this is kind of, like, a controversial one. I got a lot of like attention, compliments, a lot of conversation starters with being pink. But I don't think when it comes to dating, men took me seriously with pink hair. Like without knowing me, it gives it gives you like a certain impression of me. I think people made a lot of assumptions based on my pink hair. She's freaky. She's freaky for sure. Like something Or just weird. people would be like, oh, she's definitely like a creative. Like she's definitely like a, you know, like that type of thing. I don't mind that. But I just think... I don't want that at this period of my life, especially because I do want to like take dating seriously. And like, if I'm just going to keep it real, yeah, it sucks that people judge you based on how you look, but like people judge you on how you look like it's just fucking real. So I don't know. I felt like 
I do want to take dating seriously. So like, let's see what changing my hair to like a more natural color looks like. Um, yeah. And then the last couple things, I just felt like it was really, really important on this journey of like accepting myself to go back to my natural color and just have a moment here and try that because it's been literally like 15, 16 years. I haven't done this. So that's a long time to not be your natural color. Yeah. Like really, really long. Um, So I was like, it's really important for me to do this, even if I want to change it later down the line. Like I need to do this now. And what I also did is I retrained my brain. So I rewired it. I influenced my social media feed to like put a lot of more lot more (laughs) natural hair influences in front of me so I could be like oh my god look how good it looks and anytime I would see it I would like force myself to exercise I'm like what if this person dyed their hair blonde they wouldn't look as good as they did with their natural hair so yeah that was like another thing that really helps me pull the trigger I love that I did that too when I changed my hair back to just black because I feel like I started to look for the beauty in the dark features Mm -hmm. again. I think that for so long, we're conditioned to think like, hey, blonder is better or, Mm -hmm. you know, like just not being ethnic is better and like hotter. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I I moved slowly. Like I started with like Megan Fox. I was like, she got black hair. Like Bella Hadid. Okay, she she has dark hair too. And then I started to go slowly down, kind of like you, to like more ethnic looking women. And suddenly, honestly, my brain did go through like a rewiring in that like, yeah. now I find like the black hair, like I'm like, oh, I'm a fox. Like I find it so fucking sexy, but it took me a minute to get there. So in that way, I like that we both use social media to get our, our brains to be back to like, oh, this is beautiful too. Yeah. Like social media can be used for good. I think that's why it's really important to like curate your feed to what you do want to see because it can influence you like in a positive way. Like if you feel like you're only seeing girls that don't look like you, like make sure you find girls that do look like you. Exactly. I love that so, so much. I think that we both know that Sheen and I were we're blonde as fuck in college. (laughs) So there's a little bit of like whitewashing and 100%. It brings me back to like the first time that I dyed my hair with the gorgeous balayage that everybody has and had back then. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. And for the first time in years, I was like, wait, I'm fucking gorgeous. I was like, the mm-hmm. confidence that I got from that, I carried myself differently. So hair can really, I know it seems like a very trivial thing, but it can really change your perspective and how you feel. 100%. Now, I don't think that I looked wildly different or anything like that. Like, my face is still my face, but my attitude changed completely. I think that I honestly went back to my black hair when I wanted to feel like Latina again, when I wanted to feel like, oh, like, brown is sexy. Like, I like these features about myself. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if you feel this way too, but it was a very important moment where I decided I'm going to slowly grow this hair out because I want to go back to be just a beautiful Latin goddess <laughs> and just feel confident in that. hundred million percent. You are like literally inside my brain, opening up the drawers. <laughs> You're literally... <laughs> 
I really had this moment too because I was sometimes I would be like I don't feel like I look Persian and earlier in my life I would be like Mm -hmm. yes yay (laughs) yes yes. (laughs) but then recently it kind of not like made me sad but it was just kind of like damn like I want to look Persian like I want to look like where I'm from and I feel like obviously the hair isn't helping like if I like I even remember like being at protests and things last year where it's like surrounded by Iranians and I'd be like I just like don't look like I'm one of them because this hair is just (laughs) this hair is crazy so yeah it was a really 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 important step in that sense of accepting myself like fully accepting myself being Persian and like wanting to look like it when I did it for so long in my life and I know that this comes from your childhood as well, right? Like being mm-hmm. ashamed for being Persian. And I think yeah. a lot of like ethnic groups feel this way as well. Like, mm-hmm. at least for me, like I also grew up in the generation of fitting in is how you are a good immigrant. So I think that going back to my natural hair, like has been very transformative because now like I've gotten full to the extreme where I'm like, I don't ever want to dye my hair. Like I'm obsessed with like my dark, deep, dark hair. Yeah. And I, it it was a little bit emotional because I think about that girl like earlier in my 20s and even like high school, middle school, where like I didn't really know who I was and like trying to navigate being in America and all this stuff. And now like I'm so secure in myself and like my identity and part of my identity is being an immigrant. And it's such a beautiful transition in my life. Like I'm so proud to be Peruvian and like I want to have those features. I want to have like the little bump in my nose. Like I, I love all those things about myself now so much to the point where like sometimes people make comments about like, oh, you should lighten your hair more. Or like, would you, I mean, I've gotten the question, like, would you ever get surgery? And I'm like, no, like I want, I want these things. Like they make me me. And that's such a cool thing to go from that insecure little girl to like now being so confident in those features that used to, make me want to throw something at the mirror and I just feel so bad for that girl but I'm so proud of who I am now so it's powerful that is it was like part of your journey you know you had Mm -hmm. to go there to be at the point where you appreciate your hair now so much more and like you appreciate your heritage and you don't want to change it because you have done that you've you've changed it and you're like no that wasn't the way it's almost like what I what I realized it was like it's almost like hiding behind the hair in a way because mm-hmm. I hadn't fully accepted myself. So it was like hiding behind that and just like hoping that version people accepted. And I felt in a delusion like people accept me because this is the version I am. And if I do have my natural hair, I remember being like, people aren't going to find me as pretty. Like, it, it doesn't look as good on me. Like, I that was like a huge running narrative. So, like, turned into like a limiting belief too that it's like, we will never go back there because that's not that's not our color. Like, I wasn't born to have my natural color was what I used to believe. I'd be like, my sister, oh my god, she looks so good with dark hair, but not me, <laughs> not I. Yeah, <laughs> even though it's your sister. Um- That's so crazy. And I kind of wanted to loop back to what you said about dating, how like you felt like people didn't take you seriously. You know, I don't know if like that's necessarily like the case. I don't know if like that's something that you might have internalized. But I also with dating, like 
presenting myself as very Latina, like this is who I am. It created a confidence in me that I don't think I ever had before until I went back to my natural features. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why did you think that people didn't take you as seriously when you had the pink hair? Because I personally don't think that's necessarily true. But I don't know. Obviously, I can't speak for you. So tell me, girl. I would say I think the seed was planted through TikTok because there was a whole large discourse on TikTok where girls who had been several colors would talk about how different their experience in the world would be through the different colors and like how they would attract like different kind of men. So that's what planted my seed. And I remember I saw that video initially when I went pink and I was like, I don't think I'm getting less attention. But I think what I realized, people who are a bit more serious weren't giving me attention when they did before. Interesting. I'm not talking about in real life. I I think I'm mainly talking about like dating apps and things like that where they are judging through a picture and through a screen. That's fair. I'll be able to like answer more accurately now that I've made the switch in a few months. I think I'll like loop back to it and see was it in my head? Was I projecting or was it actually the truth? Like is it going to change how I date now? But I do think you're on point because it's like – the confidence changes when you go back to your natural color. And I will probably carry that energy into like interactions too. Do what you want, like feel free, experiment, like go through that. Like we both did that for so many years, but there is something very beautiful about showing up as like your raw self that I think when I went back as well, like it started as like a, I don't know. Like I was like, who is that bitch? (laughs) Yeah slowly being like damn I am that bitch so it took me some time so I'm excited for you to like kind of experience that because when you lose yourself sometimes like when you're young finding yourself again is like the most beautiful thing in the world so love that I agree yeah I think that like what I want to expand on what you just said is I so believe like you should experiment you should have fun like if that is where your desire is I think the one thing for me was what was the root of it and was it to hide myself or to like enhance and play and be creative and like have fun with my hair. So like what was the reason um, that I was doing it? And I think for a lot of it, it was just fun. But I think this resistance to going back dark, there was a much deeper reason. So I think, yeah, yeah, we're not saying don't dye your hair and be natural. Like that's the only way to live. It was just more analyzing why we had such a resistance to going back dark and how that expanded our perspective when we did do it. Totally agree. I think it's all about finding the thing that is you. For example, I used to date this guy that was like covered in tattoos back when I was younger. And one time he was talking about his tattoos and he was saying how like, you know, ever since I was a kid, I always pictured my skin with tattoos that Like, that's who I am. And that's, like, him finding himself, right? Like, that's, Mm -hmm. like, that's pretty cool. So, like, if you find that, like, hey, like, my authentic hair color is red and that's who you are, that's amazing. That is finding you through experimenting. But I think, like, for me, for example, I experimented. I've tried all the things and I just came back to myself, right? So, or, like, my natural. Yeah. Because it just happened to work out that way for me. But, you know, we want to encourage you guys to, like, find out what is the thing that's going to authentically make you feel the most beautiful. Because for me, when I had highlights, I felt beautiful, but not for the right reasons. 
You know, yeah. I was really insecure and I wanted to look like Gigi Hadid, you know, and like that's not who I was. <laughs> so I really encourage you guys to like, have that moment of reflection, um, play, experiment, but it always comes down to like what's going to make you feel like the most badass and like the happiest. So, yeah. True. Now I'm emotional. <laughs> Aww. Uh, I love it. Oh, thank God. Okay. Sorry. I thought I had a. I thought I booked a ticket for the movies at four. Okay. Oh. <laughs> it's like, okay. No. You're like, wait, no. In the period of us recording, someone canceled dinner on me. So I'm like, thank God. Now I can do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the, it's like, yes, cancel. It happens. Dude, guys, cancel on your friend. She's going to love it. He's going to love it. There's no better gift to me sometimes than people canceling plans. The relief that I feel. <laughs> Some people don't like that shit, though. I would. I would love it. Like, you cancel. If, you, if you're listening and you are me, my friend, you're Sheen's friend, if you cancel, don't worry about you. it. <laughs> I get to go back to my little fairy book. I'm obsessed. <laughs> <gasps> She's making progress. You're like my only friend who listened to me. There's been so many people I've been like bugging about it. And you're my proud child. Thank you. Now I'm in it. I'm in it deep. Um, Which I'm excited for that journey. But yeah, guys, I guess that's all we have for today. Thank you so much for listening. And let us know what you think. You know, are you in that journey? Uh, Let us know. One thing I was going to say. Also, I feel like the opposite of our journey is... People who've been natural their whole life and then want to experiment to something else. That could be you too. And we totally get that as well. But let us know where you are. Love you, little babies. Bye. Hope you like the new video format. Bye.